Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, we're going to be waiting here. Where are you talking? Now you talking with by yourself. It is okay. And making sense of it can be hard. Can you let me talk? I will, I will let you talk. Can you Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Let's talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers. Um, I, I see the kind of stability that would, would, would allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year. Every weekday at three. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesi. Let's talk hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. Nigeria had 643 new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday. 230 of those cases were here in Lagos. Funny story, I normally get those figures from the NCDC Twitter handle. They usually update it around midnight. But last night, no update. Twitter barred NCDC from tweeting for a few hours. They barred me as well. Why? Because we both have verified Twitter handles. Yesterday, somebody hacked Twitter and was getting access to verified handles. So they pretended to be these people and they were asking people online to send money to an account and they'll send back double. So they used Barack Obama's account, they used Joe Biden's account, they used Bill Gates, Kanye West, uh, Apple, Jeff Bezos, so many well-known people and companies and were asking for people to invest in cryptocurrency. And they got a lot of money. People fell for that thing, eh? So Twitter stopped all of us who were verified from tweeting for a while. And we're going to talk more about that tomorrow, about that hack. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Big Three Global Edition. So make sure you're listening uh, between three and four uh, to this station. We'll have that conversation. We'll be talking about how much we trust the Internet and how vulnerable that makes us and what needs to be done to plug the loopholes. Well, you can trust me without fear, all half a million of you. By the way, I have some news. Uh, So for the month of May... We had 630,000 people listen to hard facts. I don't even know what to do with that information. I'm telling you, like, it's amazing. So that means that every time I tell you to tell somebody else to listen to this show, you actually listen to me and you tell somebody else to listen. When I tell you to tell your friends, tell your colleagues, tell your family members, you tell them and they listen. So I am so grateful. And this is for all 630,000 of you. Today, as always, I'm going to be giving you the big three. Let's talk about the latest from the EFCC probe. Magu is out of detention, but the president has dismissed more top commission officials. Then, let's talk about the police blockading Joy Nunier in her home and Yesomwike busting her out. 
I'm sure you've seen the videos on social media. Then, let's talk about the Lagos House of Assembly urging the governor to do better on COVID-19 and on the Loma situation. Now, remember, you can talk to us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. You can also uh, watch on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, especially because I'm going to be showing you footage of uh, Joy Nunez being blocked in her home and Wiki um, saving her from the blockade. All of that is going to be happening on our live feed on Facebook. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. YouTube is Nigeria Info FM. If you want to see those videos and you haven't already seen them, Facebook, YouTube, that's where you'll go when we start to tell you story two. It's Thursday. We're bringing you eyewitness as always. This is where we let you take over our air, uh, turn our spotlight to the stories in your area that you believe should be making the news. So get ready, load your airtime and be prepared to give us a call. We also have League of Extraordinary Nigerians coming your way at four. On today's Big Heart Fact, let's talk about life in isolation centers. I have a guest who survived COVID-19 and he spent some time at the Luth Isolation Center after he tested positive. He's going to tell you about the whole process from getting tested uh, um, to getting admitted to life inside uh, 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 the isolation center to getting released from the isolation center. Those of you who keep asking about the isolation centers, tune in. If you have a family member who doesn't believe that there's COVID-19 or that people know food for the isolation center, hey, 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 tell them to tune in 5 p.m. That's when I'll be talking to that guest. Of course, there's news updates at the top of every hour on this show. There's also just a minute coming your way towards the end of the show. But let's get started with the big is the salami panel handling this EFCC probe well? Why did the police blockade Nunia? And what can the Lagos state government do differently in handling COVID-19? Those are the big three. Let's talk. Our first story is Magu regaining his freedom. Police released the former EFCC chairman yesterday. Remember, he's been in custody for over a week. That's because a presidential panel investigating the EFCC for corruption wanted him to testify. Now, I should point out, Magu's release doesn't mean the probe is over. Remember, from day three of his arrest, we've been asking the question that even if an investigation is ongoing, can you keep him in custody for more than 48 hours without charging him? And I guess the, the authorities finally decided to let him go while the investigation continues. Magu may have been released because of a letter that his lawyer uh, submitted to the panel yesterday morning. In that letter, Wahab Shitu asked the panel to instruct the IG to release uh, Magu so that he can go and prepare his response to the allegations. The letter also accuses the panel of not giving Magu official copies of the allegations against him. Mago also wants copies of the official report of the former panel that probed him uh, 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 and probed how the EFCC handled assets and the AGF's memo against him. So Mago is calling these reports... Um, uh, uh, what's it called now? He, he's claiming, not calling, he's claiming that these reports have not been shown to him in full. 
so he cannot fully prepare his defense. That's Magu's claim. And Magu's letter said something else that I found interesting. His letter accused the panel of sharing information with the media instead of giving it to him, the accused. He said that this was encouraging trial by media. <coughs> now, I want you to cast your mind back to before this probe. Cast your mind back to like, you know, the last five years. Eh? How often did you hear the phrase trial by media when people were talking about the EFCC? Lots of times, right? People accused Magu over and over and over and over of parading suspects in the media instead of doing the hard work of building a case. And now, ironically, Magu is accusing the panel of doing the same thing to him. Now, opinions are split. Some say Magu makes a good point that the panel should show him the accusations in full. Others say no. The president empowered the panel to investigate by asking questions. They don't need to show anybody the evidence that they've gathered until they present their report. Until then, everybody simply has to answer the questions that the panel asks because a panel is not a court. The same rules about evidence discovery doesn't apply in this situation. But these are the two arguments I've heard. What do you say? How do you see it? Should the panel be showing Magu the evidence or should Magu simply answer the panel's questions until the panel has gathered all its evidence and submits the report to the president? And speaking of the president, remember that Garba Shehu tweeted that Magu has been told the accusations against him and given every opportunity to defend himself? Remember? Now, Magu is saying that that is not true. So in this situation, who do you believe, Magu or the presidency? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can also send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. We're streaming this conversation on Facebook, like I said. And Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. You can also tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. And uh, of course, send us a WhatsApp message, 080 959-75805 Hello, good afternoon 99.3 Hello Sorry about that Call back when you can We've got WhatsApp Let's go to WhatsApp and see the messages we have there Don't forget that there's Twitter At Nigeria Info FM and there is Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. Have I mentioned, by the way, that you can also watch via YouTube? YouTube is Nigeria Info FM. So we've got um, this message here that says, I don't believe anybody. All these people should st leave us out of their drama, persecute whoever they're going to persecute. Okay, let's talk to Patrick. Patrick is... Uh, in Lagos. Hello, Patrick. Good afternoon, Sandra. I a question, my good sister. Good afternoon. How are you? Very well. How are you? Yeah, I, I, lo I, I love your program so much. Thank you. You know, one thing about Magu is complaining about the media, but he forgot what he was doing to other people. Now, the thing is reversing back to him. So, he should first be the, the, the panel of the, of the presidency, not what he's telling the, the general public. We cannot believe him. Because this is a man that was rejected 
three times that you, uh, uh, the, the, the whole war was passing on Saraki and his group, the eight uh, Senate. Now you should face the media. You should face the presidency. So you should not complain. Whatever goes around comes around. That's my take this afternoon. All right, Patrick. Thank you for calling to share it. 99.3. Hello? 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 Yes, thanks for calling. What's your name? Oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to take that call because your radio is on and it's interfering. Hello? Hello? How are you, sir? Uh, oh, can you put your radio off? Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, um, I'd like to remain anonymous. Okay. Don't mind. All right, go ahead. Yeah, for me, um, you know, a few years ago, I came across a man who said um, <laughs> APC is an association of the politically confused. Hello? Yes, okay. And for me, if you watch the events of things that have happened over the years, you cannot but agree with him. Hmm. Policy, implementation, Policy initiation, everything seems to be confused. Hmm. And I, I think I agree. There is another politically confused people. That's just my take on it. All right. Thanks for calling to share it with me. Christopher, hello. President Sandra, good afternoon, man. Good afternoon, sir. Thank you. Please let them restore your. What did you say they, they stopped? Uh, Twitter, right? Oh, no, no, they released it. <laughs> Aha, thank God. They released it they last night. They don't joke with the president. <laughs> um, Sandra, mm. for me, they say what good goes around comes around. You remember there's one lawyer that uh, Magu and group, they detained that man for 20-something days, and the man had to go on hunger strike. So he's lucky just for 10 days, and he's out. So for me, Magu... If I'm Magu, I will not go down alone. You know they suspend about 12 directors, have you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Good thing is uh, they release him now to go and face or defend himself. But my fear, before you know it, the lawyer will apply that the man is sick. He wants to go for medical uh, treatment abroad and they will give a waiver. Before you know it, the whole thing will die down. For me, if I'm Magu, like I said, I will not go down alone. Because a lot of them are involved in this uh, that is going on. Thank you, President Sandra. Thank you so much, Christopher, for calling to share your thoughts. Hello. Hello. How are you? Fine. What's your name? Sandra. Yeah. My view about this is that... Are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. My view about Mago is that since he was doing that to others, particularly opposition members, parading them, saying her one million houses in Dubai one this, one that, without charging them to court. Now that he is facing the same thing, I think he should carry his cross while we wait for the outcome of the... Yeah, but, but, two wrong, but, but two wrongs don't make a right now. There has to be a right way to do things, don't you think? In, in, in his own case, it has gone on for a long time mm-hmm. and the presidency should share a blame in this too. Having been rejected by the 8th Senate and the ninth Senate, yet the president retained him. So whatever is facing now, if you the grief or anger should go to the presidency, who put him in this mess? Because even his department, which is the police, had indicted him. For which then documents were shown by DSS that he was punished for a certain uh, document uh, mishandling. Yet the president overlooked all that. 
So whatever he is going through now, all his anger should still be directed at the presidency, who, against all advice, decided to keep him. So that's my view. All right. So Sandra, you are doing a good job. Thank you. Samuel, hello. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You have Samuel. Yes, I know. Go ahead. Uh, Sandra, about Mago. Hmm. So please, we all Nigerians, we are still uh, uh, expecting them and watching over them. Okay. to see how they are going to handle this case. Let this case not be about the case of uh, Ganduje that we have been seeing in Kamala collecting dollar. At the end of the day, there is nothing done about it. Now, Magu is involved. So let us be watching, see how they will sweep it under the carpet. That is my own take. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your take on the show. We have another Sam on the line. This one's in Festec. Hello, Sam. Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, my first point is that thank you for your good work. And those people who are trying to say that it's good for him, you are complaining of something no good. You are not saying because you were doing it before yeah. uh, in the case of Magu yeah. that uh, you don't want to cry. We are crying so, so that it will not continue so that other Nigerians, yeah, you will not be... Will not be victims, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, uh, it is all right. It is not all right. And again, okay. how did the director of operation is asked to take over now, whereas the other directors have been uh, asked to go on suspension? How come is the different person in the entire establishment where the head is being investigated, the other directors are being asked to proceed on the... Uh, Suspension. I can't understand, but I'm trying to look at it. Probably because it's related to the president or the wife in the way. No, so these are the ugly things that are happening in our country. But this issue of keeping him uh, when he's being investigated, I don't like it, no matter the thing has committed. So he did it to uh, his lawyer the other day, another people, uh, Tony Obani and the rest. So for me, let's all condemn this. The way government is handling it. It's not about APC or PDP. Or PDP. Or That's right. Anything <laughs> that is bad is bad. Eh? Whatever is bad is bad. It doesn't matter who is the bad, victim yes. of that. The human beings that are APC are the human beings in PDP. So mm-hmm. whatever is bad is bad. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much for calling me. Influence is on the line. Influence is in Ikorodu. How are you, sir? Uh, good afternoon, President Sandra. Good afternoon. Welcome. I want to I want to say that in a simple time that... Uh, Margot's case is a combined service, what we call combined service. Okay. So it's between him and the presidency. So let them, whatever he has, whatever he does, let him, let them confront him. And at the end of the day, we shall all hear about the outcome of it. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. If you can call us back, do call us back. Let's take a look at um, WhatsApp. Let's see the messages that we have on WhatsApp. Hmm? WhatsApp again is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. I just told you that Magu has been released. And uh, we have a few other top officials who have been fired. And uh, we have people who are saying, well, it, they don't need to give Magu the entire evidence. Because Magu was saying, I never see what you know, they accuse me of in full. How will I prepare my defense if I don't see what I'm being accused of in full. We've got uh, Nkonye from Oba who says, whatever that needs to be done should be done. All I want uh, is that 
the whole loot be returned. We only quote the law when it applies to us. Well done, President Sandra. Uh, the story of NDDC is getting interesting through twists and turns. In the days ahead, there will be startling revelations. The corruption amada at the NDDC is sickening between Ababio and Nunia. Nigerians are watching with bated breath. That's a message from Chukudi Uruaba. Let's talk to Valentine in Aja and then we'll move on to our second story. Hello, Valentine. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Um, how do we correct the abnormality in our system? Because we cannot continue like this, Sandra. I agree. You see, there was a you know, there was a time when people used to say, APC would say, PDP did it. And my question is always, if PDP did it and we agree that this is not normal, why is APC doing it and you are supporting it? We're not going to get it right if we continue this way. It is not right to keep him for more than stipulated days. Mm-hmm. It is not right, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So we must start. If we say we want a change or we want to have a good country, we must find a way and start doing it. Where are we going to correct all these abnormalities in this country? Or is this the way we will continue? It, it, no, I'm always, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult part. Seriously. We must find a way to begin the change that we require or the change we are asking for. So, I mean, I don't like it so because it can happen to anybody. That's right. You might be right. Actually, you might be right and they'll, they'll, it will still happen to you. That's right. So, it's not about being right or being wrong now. Hmm. It's about, is this the right thing they're supposed to do? Exactly. And the answer is no. It's not right. It doesn't matter if it's Margo or whoever. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Valentine, for calling and making points that I agree with. Bright is the last call I'll take. Hello, Bright. Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Hello, Bright. Hi there. Hello. Aw, what's that? I hate it when someone's waited for so long and then um, the call just falls through. That's very sad. That always breaks my heart. It does. But hey, our second story... Is the police barricading Joy Nunier in her home? Agneso Mwike showing up to bring her out. If you're watching us on Facebook right now, you're seeing video after video, footage after footage, pictures after pictures. CM, this NEDC scandal is becoming like a TV series. Every day there's a new episode. (laughs) So here's what happened today. Joy Nunier is supposed to be testifying before the House of Reps on the allegations she made against God's will at Babio. Right? We've talked about this all week, but let me remind you, she's a former NDDC MD, and she says that while she was in office, at Babio, who supervised her as Minister for Niger Delta Affairs, kept pressuring her to break the law. She claims that he wanted her to withdraw commission money, to inflate contracts, to approve illegal contracts, to lie to the president about the budget, to sack people illegally, and to take an oath of secrecy. And she says when she refused, he had her sacked. She also says that he tried to sexually harass her and she slapped him. Well, now the House of Reps wants her to appear before them to tell them officially. And she says she's ready to go. So allegedly she was scheduled to fly out of Port Harcourt today. But suddenly her house was surrounded by police who refused to let her leave. 
If you go online, if you are watching on Facebook right now, you're seeing footage of that event. You'll see video and pictures of police in her compound. And then we now had a new development. Nyesomwike, the governor of River State, appeared at Nunia's house. That video is also streaming like right now on our live stream. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you can see it right now. So he showed up, he confronted the police. After the confrontation, he drove out with Nunia. And according to reports, Nunia has finally left her home. Where she's headed next, we are not sure. But uh, we have a bit of uh, an interview that she granted a media house there in Port Harcourt. We also have one of our correspondents in Port Harcourt, Choma Zawafo, on the line with us. So she'll tell us exactly what's going on. Uh, Choma, hi. Good to have you on the show. Yes, hi, Sandra. Hi. First of all, what's the latest from the Nunia situation? Has anybody been able to speak with her to find out exactly what happened? Yes, I actually spoke with her when she was still at her house. Oh. And she started quite uh, in panic mode. Okay. And uh, it's quite scary, you can imagine, perhaps, because she was clearly in her voice that she was uh, her house was being raided um, before we had... Uh, before we, but by the time we got to her house, hmm. the whole situation of the governor coming to take her away had happened, hmm. and so now the governor has actually spoken, and uh, he, she also spoke. She's actually in government house right now, hmm. and um, she's saying that they, they, she noticed that they came into her compound around four a.m. and uh, she was due to, of course, you already know that she was supposed to be in Abuja for the session. And then she's obviously not going to be able to because we know that she spoke to, she spoke from government house when the story that we have, mm. she's still in government house right now. And mm. the governor has also spoken, basically condemning that the shouldn't have come to pick her. They should have invited her rather than coming to pick her. So who came to pick her? The police came to pick her? The what we've come to call evasion, we the pictures and everything shows that everyone, the security operatives were in her house. So the governor is saying that if they had questions for her, they should have invited her not to come to her house. So we were yet to hear from uh, the police to really know exactly what the reason for coming the way they did is. For now, we were waiting what they would say. Do we do we do we know on whose orders she was taking? Um, I'm sorry. Um, whose orders the police came? Who who ordered the arrest? Who ordered the police to go to her house and lock it down? Do we know? Well, now it's not clear. It's not actually, and we are still waiting for the police to respond to all that is going on because we're very, very clear that it was the police that um, were sent that we saw. So, so the police well, has not given any reason for their presence at her house. For now, no. Now, all of Lagos has been talking about the NDDC situation and the accusations that Nunia has made against Ababio. How has the whole saga been received in Port Harcourt? Uh, I spoke to some Niger Delta stakeholders from Port Harcourt, and uh, for them, they think I've, uh, I've, uh, I've had a lot of them ask that the ongoing forensic auditing, remember that the NDDC. Uh, was already undergoing forensic audit before the National Assembly proof started. Hmm. And uh, that particular exercise is being supervised by the minister in question. And so the United States are saying that it will be fair 
if he sets aside for the president himself to be the one to go on the ensure that that exercise goes the way it ought to with this whole allegation. Mm. But one thing is also clear that um, she's got the support of a lot of, uh, she's from Ogoni, mm. you all know, mm-hmm. and so she's got a lot of support from groups from Ogoni and and all of that, yeah. Mm. What do people think about the NDDC scandal in general? Because we've seen so many boards dissolved and formed in the last couple of years. So many corruption allegations. Now we're seeing stories about huge palliatives payments for staff. You have been reporting at the Niger Delta for years. How are the indigents feeling about all of this? How is it affecting their view of the NDDC as an institution that is meant to improve their lives? Okay, I think we'll start with um, the fact that uh, this is not the first time that the NDC has been probed and they do not think that the first thing probing is going to be able to ensure a clean-up of that agency. And uh, the, the fact that the agency is yet to meet the needs of the region is very clear and everyone shows that disappointment. For instance, we have conversations about the NDC. And uh, while the probe goes on, there's still so much I still can get to be unraveled. And uh, yeah, we're all following the development, really. Hmm. Chama Zawafo is our correspondent from River State. Thank you so much for joining us on Hard Facts today. Thank you, Sandra. All right, Lagos. Uh, you've heard from my person there. Now let's hear from Joy Nunia herself. She granted an interview shortly after she was busted out of her house by the governor of the state. And this is what she had to say. So the city called me. I sent him my address. He came. They told me the CP was downstairs. The CP wasn't down, but I think it's the deputy commissioner of police. So I opened the door. They wanted to grab me. I now pushed back the door and locked it and went upstairs, got through to my governor. They broke, they tried to break the back door. It's a security door, so they kept hitting it for over one hour and they couldn't get access. So my governor came, asked them for the warrant of arrest and why couldn't they invite me to the police that I would have come instead of going to take a woman like a criminal. So the governor took me in his car and here, I'm refugee in the government house. <laughs> but I want to thank His Excellency for keeping to his word that nothing should happen to the daughter of River State. So here I am in the government house. And that's all. I was supposed to be going today to Abuja to make my submission between, before the House of um, Representatives, the committee. I'm sure it's about that. Meanwhile, the, the, the man that harassed me is at home. The man who stole the money is at home. The man who stole government files is at home. The man who took money is at home. The man who said I should go and take an oath is at home. It's a criminal offense. It's life imprisonment to take um, um, oaths, to even give to me, to, to even offer me an oath. It's, it's, it's liable. So I'm here. So now you're here. What options are you resolving? Well, I'm sure my lawyers would be working on it as we speak. But do you, um, do you really feel safe now? I feel very safe in the government. So the governor took me in his car. I'm here. I'm refugee in the government house. <laughs> but I want to thank His Excellency for keeping to his word that nothing should happen to the daughter of River State. So here. And there we have it, Joy Nunia talking about what occurred this morning and what her experience is. Lagos, you've heard from Port Harcourt, you've heard from Joy. Now I want to hear from you. But first of all, I have a couple of observations, right? First, you have the police. The police have a very clear job, right? Investigate crimes, 
arrest people for crimes. It's a bit difficult to understand how blocking somebody from leaving their house fits this job. Was Joy Nunie under arrest or were the police investing a crime in her compound? You know? And then let's remember the Debanj case. A woman accused Debanj of rape. She goes public. She's supposed to go on a particular day with her lawyers to make an official report. And on that day, the police show up and take her away, according to her. Now, Babio, a woman accuses him of sexual harassment and other crimes. And on the day she's supposed to give official testimony in front of the National Assembly about it, police show up and seem to be stopping her from leaving her home. In this our country, on whose side is the police? 0700-993-993-993. By the way, if you don't have a radio close by, we have a mobile app now. Join the conversation no matter where you are. Download our mobile app by searching Nigeria Info FM on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Also, get news updates and sports, entertainment, news and current affairs right on the app. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. This is the Big Three. The Big Three. On Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. We've got Salisu on the line. Hello, Salisu. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. Okay. Uh, my contribution is like this. Nothing will ever embarrass somebody like me again as far as it is within this country called Nigeria. <laughs> the name Nigeria should be, we should try as much as possible to even change that name. Nigeria. Amagiria. We wake up every day and we get to see different, different drama. So, the woman, even when the woman was giving testimony the other day, one guy showed up and tried to stop her from speaking. Mm. So, from there, I know the next line will be some group of people who will certainly try to stop her from showing up at all. For God's sake, they should allow the woman to come and tell the whole world the side of her own story. Then let the Honorable Minister come forward to tell his own story. Then we'll be able to balance it. You see, what they are doing now is that uh, is they are trying to uh, uh, put pressure on the woman so that the woman will not speak again. If it is true that she sexually harassed the woman, let the Lord take his course. Absolutely, he has no immunity. So let the police be at the center, except if there's another thing that uh, will warrant arresting the woman. Let us let us know. All right, Salisu, thanks for calling to share your thoughts. Emeka is on the line. Hello, Emeka. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, I'm calling from Shumu. Good to have you on the show. Yes, uh, for good. I think. They, they they know what they actually do. They're talking about the authorities, the police, the FCC, the Senate, all of them. They know what they, they want to be. They're serious about it. And then for uh, God's will, uh, Fabio and the woman, I don't know. If if it was in a sane country, I would be on that road right now. But it's still working freely and doing whatever they want or not. And to me, it doesn't make sense. We're just disgracing ourselves as Nigeria. Other countries will be looking at us and just laughing because, I mean, they'll think we are jokers. Why 
are they harassing the woman? If he knows his, and so what? Like why? What? It doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't doesn't be, doesn't make any sense. So they should do the. I, I don't even know why the president is even silent about all of this. He's not doing anything. That doesn't make sense. Hmm. Thanks for calling. Ayodele is in Surulere. Hello, Ayodele. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Go ahead. Thank you very much. Um, I was listening to the last second to the last call, I think. You were saying Nigeria, something like that, Sha. You know, there are so many things that's going to unfold on this particular scenario. Mm. We should not rush to judgment. Okay. And besides, we all talk about rule of law. Mm. I think the rule of law in Nigeria is very, very corrupt. You know, so there are some cases that we need to just go ahead and do what we have to do. But I'm not saying the woman was wrong or the man was right. Excuse well, me, I, I, so, so you're saying that the police should have surrounded her house? Because uh, when you're saying rule I'm of law... Hello, hello. Yeah, hello, you I can hear you. Something... Hello? Mm-hmm, I can hear you, go ahead. Uh, something came up some time ago, I don't know if I could remember, mm-hmm. that um, I think the chief judge of Nigeria or not get. Mm-hmm. Remember the lawyers came out and, asked, yeah, and they were like, ah, they should follow the rule of law, they should do after everything. Mm-hmm. He was guilty. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So, when we follow the rule of law in this country, why, I think... Why, this, why, this wouldn't you, why, why wouldn't you follow the rule of law? The rule of law is okay, what will lead you to the guilty. People that, the people that are making the rules and executing the rule are corrupt. Uh, that they are corrupt. That, that, that the reason for following rule of law is so that the day Ayodele mm. will get into trouble, nobody will I'm come not... and say that Ayodele's case, they did not follow rule Hello. of law. Hello. Hello. I, I can hear you. As a common you. man. Mm-hmm. As a common man. Yes. If I, if I, if I, if I, if I'm found guilty mm-hmm. of any crime, they will not follow the rule of law for me. No, they will follow, no, they, no, they will no, follow no, rule of law. common man. It, it actually does. <laughs> No, the, hello, the, the hello. thing is, Ayodele, the thing is, rule of law is supposed to apply whether you are old or young, rich or poor. So if we, exactly. see, if we see where rule of law is not being applied, we should call it okay. out and say, this is wrong. What we cannot do, yeah, what, we ca- what we shouldn't do, Ayodele, is say, because some rich men are able to circumvent rule of law, uh, let's not follow okay. rule of law when we suspect that somebody is guilty. Even a murderer deserves their time in court. Hello. I can hear Hello. you. Hello. I can hear you. In this, in this, in this particular society that we are in now, mm. this particular society mm-hmm. that we are in, I think the rule of law does not work in a way. If, I don't, I don't know if you are getting me. No, I'm not. I'm if trying we, to understand if, what you mean. Okay. For example, now mm. we have we have called people down there okay. that are tied to to, to court. Okay. But the lawyers are saying they support the rule of law when the law is guilty. Who pronounced that person guilty? Has a court pronounced the person guilty before whatever okay, happened they, happened? Hello, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. was Ologe not found guilty? Yes, but did they follow rule of law to find him guilty? Uh, before, hello, before, before, he was, before he was charged to court, uh-uh. you know, there, was, there was a committee sitting on this matter. And they found out that Ologe had so many different cases different charges. Then the law came in. The law came over. They stood against, they, they stood behind him. They were saying that he, he's not guilty. That may... That may be. But the big problem was the method did not follow rule of law. And we either want to get it right or we don't. Okay. Now, okay, now, now. I, I understand you. Mm. The rule of law is supposed to apply. But in this case, the, the, the people are not to apply the rule of law. I'm not doing anything about it. 
They're just quiet. They're just quiet. Everybody are quiet. Uh, it, it, it's now up to you and me to we say are, stop being quiet. We are quiet. on the street, walking on the street, doing what they want to do. It's, doing what they feel like doing. It's, Nobody is saying anything. It's now up to you and me to say enough is enough. We have to do something about this. We have to force them to say something. What we do not do is say we should suspend rule of law. We are not in a banana republic. I'm not saying we should suspend. No, but that's what you're kind of saying. Please, listen to me. I'm not saying we should suspend. But in this case, in this in this period we are in now, mm. I don't think it applies. Because you can see many people walking free, going scot free. I mean, I mean, taking bills of bills of Naira and going scot free without being without, without being prosecuted properly. No, the laws will sit that, that, behind them that, and, and protect them. That's that's not a failure of rule of law. That's a failure. It has failed. No, it, it's it has failed totally. I'm telling you. Okay. All right, Ayodele. Thank you for calling. Let me talk to Basil. He's been on the line for a while. Basil, are you still there? Yes, good afternoon. Sorry for keeping you waiting, Basil. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Yes. The issue of uh, Joy and Akmabio, mm. I want to say that Mr. President should wait into the matter. Mm. As the allegations are too weighty, I know Akmabio has this character of going to any length to achieve what he wants. Hello? Okay, I'm hearing you. So I don't think there's anything far from the truth from what the woman has to say. Okay. Because you don't want her to come out and say it in the public, that's why she was being the the, the to have doctor. I see. So you think so, you you uh, think? But again, we don't even know who tried to arrest her, right? Uh, we 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 don't have the details of that story. The police hasn't exactly told us what exactly is going on. I know, mm. but you know, this is Nigeria. You see all these things happening. Who authorized the. How about the issue of Marco? Mm. We shouldn't wait until you get to that such state. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know what is happening from the stories, from the allegations and counter allegations we have been hearing. We know where the issue is going and what is happening. We have seen the evidence of how billions of dollars and naira is being looted in that commission. And from what we have been hearing from these two people mm. that will be involved, we know what is happening. So let the presidency intervene. All right. Thanks so, so that, so so that, that what? we don't see more of this drama. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling me, Basil, and thank you for staying on the line. When we say let the president intervene or the presidency intervene, what exactly does that mean? Because we know that there are already existing uh, processes for these things. There are agencies, there are panels, there are different kinds of people whose jobs it is to get to the bottom of an issue like this. So when we ask the president to intervene in every small thing, in every rain that falls and every single thing, why then does he have a litany of, um, of, um, uh, of staff? You know, whose job it is to take care of these things and give him the report. I don't know. Do you think the presidency should be intervening in everything that happens or anything like this? Is this thing big enough for the president to intervene in? We've got Frank on the line. Hello, Frank. Yes. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Yes. I want to contribute to the Ababio and the MDK. Yes, go ahead. Nigeria is a very funny place. I see people that uh, 
to some extent, somehow, I love military regime. You know, because if you are, if you are not one of them, they will not hunt for you. But now Nigeria, once you, you say the truth, you die. You say lie, you die. And you discover that our security operatives that are going around harassing innocent citizens without no cost. You see, we, we have been hearing series of stories. At the end of the day, you will sweep under carpet. Whether the envy, or, you know, the, the woman that make allegations, you know, whether it's true or not, but at the end of the day, all this matter will sweep under carpet. Nobody will hear it again. But I think that to know that Mr. Babio, who is the minister for now, I think he just entered the office. And this uh, NDDC, there have been a lot of corruption in NDDC. Is this a Babio area that we are even here that want to conduct forensic uh, audit? You know, while we were still waiting to hear the outcome of the forensic audit, look at what is coming out again. At the end of the day, my sister, they will sweep under the carpet. So I think Nigeria, we need God to help us because rule of law is not really work out. But I see yet to know, maybe within a, a, a space that the body is in office, you know, he has to go along with the woman, you know, how to how to sleep with her, to inflict contrast and all those all those stories. But these are things that have been happening in NDDC. I'm from Niger Delta as well. Mm. When you enter Niger Delta, in fact, like my state, I remember the, the past uh, uh, MD, he was busy looking for how to do contract inside human town, tracking with the governor how to, how to do road. And the road they are doing is not even where they're supposed to do road. Whereas inside my village, we don't see road to drive to our our village if we are traveling. But the M, the MDDC, uh, MD was 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 battling doing job right inside your town. So this corruption in ADDC is alarming. We don't know how they can put a stop to it. That few set of people because of opportunity take over the whole world of the region and put in their pocket for their family. I'll just pray that God will help us. Frank, thank you. Oh, sorry about that. I thought you were done. Thank you, Frank, for calling the show. Our third story, Lagos lawmakers are not satisfied with Songolu's handling of COVID-19 and the Loma protests. So the House of Assembly had a plenary session last week and they talked mostly about these two topics. On COVID-19, most of the lawmakers said the state executive needed to do more. They are alarmed by the fact that almost one in three Nigerians with COVID-19 is here in Lagos. They say the pandemic is obviously getting out of hand here in Lagos. And they had some suggestions. The speaker, Mudashiro Obasa, and other lawmakers said we need more hospitals treating COVID-19. So they, they think the executive should train and equip more private hospitals to handle COVID-19. They want the health commissioner, Akia Bayomi, to liaise with the NMA on that particular solution. But there are some challenges right there. Right now, the NCDC and the state government have told private hospitals not to handle COVID-19 cases unless certified. 
That's because if you don't handle COVID-19 properly, you end up infecting both the other patients in the hospital and the medical staff themselves. We saw that happen in places like Italy and Spain. COVID-19 started wiping out their doctors and their nurses. That's why they needed doctors from Cuba. So the idea is to keep COVID-19 patients in different hospitals from every other patient. That's why we set up these isolation centers. But if we start converting more and more existing hospitals to COVID hospitals, you either end up spreading it to the other patients or you end up with not enough hospitals for other illnesses. Because remember, other sicknesses no go because say corona deal. Then still they. A few weeks ago, we told you how cancer patients are already having issues getting their treatment because resources are being diverted to COVID. People who have surgery cannot get their surgery. A mother called into the show uh, on, on the big three and told us how she couldn't immunize her baby because of COVID-19. So you see, there's a capacity problem. And I'm not sure the House of Assembly solution addresses that. Now, apart from treatment, the second main problem is stopping the spread. And the House had suggestions as well. They said the governor and the local government area chairman should work with the CDA chairman to make sure people living in crowded neighborhoods and buildings all wear masks. They also said the executive is not doing a good enough job raising awareness. And that's why so many Lagosians still don't believe that COVID-19 exists. I told you now, when I went to go and buy corn, people were insisting that COVID-19 is not real until I talked to them. So the House of Assembly is making a very important point here. How much face-to-face sensitization has government done since this pandemic began? Seriously, when you call, I need you to tell me if any official from your local government or from the state government has talked to you in person or on the phone about COVID-19. What about from your CDA, your Community Development Association? Has it happened? Because I'm curious about that. And I'm also curious about how much sensitization the House of Assembly members themselves have done. We all know that they have huge followings in their local government areas. They're politicians after all. They fight for all this money in the budget for constituency projects. So they have a presence in their communities, Abby. How have they used that presence during this pandemic to raise awareness? and to make sure that people wear their masks and observe social distancing. 0700-993-993-993. Don't forget, at 5 o'clock, I'm going to be talking to somebody who went into an isolation center and came out. He'll be telling us what life is like in isolation centers. So don't miss that conversation at 5. If you have people who don't believe there's COVID, tell them to tune in today at 5 o'clock and listen to that particular interview. We've got uh, uh, calls coming in. Uh, we've also got WhatsApp messages and we've got very little time. So I'm going to try as much as possible to cram as many of these things uh, into the little time we have. We've got Prince YS on the phone. Hello, Prince YS. Hello. Thanks for calling. Good afternoon. How are you today? Very well. Yeah, number one. The Lagos State government, for me, when you talk of uh, maybe any people, the uh, majority of Lagos, I know what is going on. Only the majority believe that Corona 
And uh, what Labour City need to do is enforcement. The enforcement, I'm telling you, I can read them below exploitation. When you talk of uh, the DAFO driver, they are carrying, even some are carrying for the road now. Hmm. Who checked there? Nobody. When you talk of a mask, you are talking about it. It's better when to go to security police, some people put it on. So for me, the government to do more. I always talk of uh, Loma. Loma, for me, they are not performing to my satisfaction. Go to some roads. There's a lot of refugees on the road. They have to do something. They have to buckle up. The governor had to, the, 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 the agency concerned, he had to tell them to do something, especially the, the environmental commissioner. He had to go around. Let the girls be clean. And they had the resources to fight this uh, problem. And again, the second point mm. we are talking about, about that woman mm-hmm. uh, and, and the, the minister. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the, the police, they have no duty in that house. What they are doing to you? Who said they are there? They have no right to go there because the woman has an appointment to go and say something. The minister, if you want to be too clever, he should be suspended for some time. I don't know if it should be removed. He should stay out. He has a case to answer. And for the governor, what I tell the governor to do hmm. is also for the CP, the commissioner for... Uh, uh, Please. Uh, CP of uh, University hmm. to do something, not by itself to go there, to go and do the work. And the, the, uh, the Mago matter, hmm. for me, Mago as it is today, mm-hmm. is not just confused, and I'm, as it is, hmm. I still respect him mm-hmm. because I did fantastic for, for this country. But the allegation against him, if he find guilty, is he face. But when you talk all of a uh, media trial, media trial, hmm. For me, nothing like the media trial pertaining to Magu. Why is he trying a media trial? Because if they arrest important personality, the journalists will go there to find out how they will report by doing a jira we hear. So it is media, they are doing their duty. If they arrest Komama, how many people will hear it? That my standing, my dearest sister in the studio. God bless you. Bless you as well. Thank you for calling me. Kevin, hello. Kevin? Oh, well, that's my last call on the show because I want time to um, take messages off of social media. We've got uh, Harry from Aja who says, I want to counter your point on an answer to a caller where you said we don't live in a banana republic. But we have a lot of the indices of a banana republic, even though we are officially a democratic federal republic. <laughs> a banana republic is just another name for a failed state. Our public health is moribund. Our security law enforcement is non-existent. The poverty, inequity and inequality is one of the highest in the world and I can go on and on and on. A few at the top are pulling all the strings with the rest being pulled. This is a banana republic. Harry from Ajah says. Harry, thank you for sending your message in. We've got uh, this person who says uh, that no government officials were seen anywhere but they were busy destroying roads and people's homes for laying of capable wire. Ibo CJ says. Ibo CJ is saying that in response to has anybody come to talk to them about COVID 19 face to face and he also says don't be surprised the police was sent after her 
with the sole aim of recovering the audio video going viral of the minister paying for the destruction of pipelines. Uh, kindly ask Mago himself if any difference from the template he set, remembering that all he went through is what he subjected to, uh, a, a sitting governor, even without valid evidence against those he detained. All right, Ibo CJ, thanks for, thanks for sending your message in. Kayode from Ikotun says that... Um, on whose instructions was the woman's house inv invaded in the first case? Let the police come out to explain the reason for their role in the police action. We've got more messages on WhatsApp. The police are on the side of the money bags. Their intention was to prevent her from showing up at the National Assembly. I begin